Hi, and welcome to Talk Rehab. I'm Bill Nolting, and today's CRT Awareness episode features Tom Borcherding, industry veteran and all-around smart cookie. But first, let's thank the premier sponsors of 2022's CRT Virtual Congressional Fly-In, Alliance Rehab, National Seating and Mobility, New Motion, Reliable Medical, Rifton, and Quantum. These six companies are making it possible for all of us to be participants in the September 14 virtual fly-in for free. Participants are free this year, so thank you for making that happen. Visit CRTAccess.com, register for the fly-in, and learn more about meeting with members of Congress to raise awareness of CRT. You don't even have to go anywhere. You can do it from your home in your jammies. And did I say that it's free this year? All right, today I'm here with Tom Borcherding, CRT industry veteran. As you'll hear, Tom's been part of the seating and mobility CRT industry as a salesperson, sales manager, executive leader, member of Permobile's global management team, and recently moved into a business development role with Lucy. Tom, welcome. Thanks for being here. Let's start with some background, the Tom Borcherding primer. Good. Well, well, thank you. I have actually been in the wheelchair and CRT business virtually my entire career. Um, I started in 1986 with Everston Jennings working uh, in the Bensonville, Illinois, uh, Midwest Regional Warehouse as customer service manager. I uh, fairly quickly was able to land a sales position with the uh, E&J based in Cincinnati. And I did that for several years. And then as a kind of a younger single guy from the Midwest, E&J had an opportunity opening for a rehab sales manager in Southern California. And I uh, raised my hand as something that that would be enjoyable to do and was fortunate to be hired into that position. And I moved to Southern California and was a regional rehab manager for Everston Jennings until 1993, um, at which time Rojo approached me with a West regional manager job and uh, ENJ's fate was kind of on the decline at that point. And uh, Rojo was a very good opportunity for me. So I jumped over and joined Rojo in 1993. Um, I had various sales leadership positions at Rojo that moved me to uh, St. Louis and was national sales manager and then VP of sales and then senior VP of global sales. So I got to tour the the world representing Rojo for a good decade or so, literally to all corners of the world. Great job, really enjoyed that. Um, Went on to become president of Rojo, which uh, then occurred during the time period when Permobile acquired Rojo in 2015. And uh, from that point, I was part of Permobile's senior management uh, team running their seating and positioning business entities. That led me to be introduced by Gene Minkle and Claudia Amortigai to the folks at Lucy. And Lucy flew in, uh, Barry and Jared and Pete from Lucy flew into St. Louis, uh, met with me. I made a short presentation about the the CRT industry and maybe how a startup like Lucy could enter the field. And I guess they liked enough what I said that they hired me first as a contractor to start to put that plan together. And as that plan evolved, then they offered me a position to join the senior management team at at Lucy 
um, as a senior vice president in charge of business development. So uh, with a couple good people supporting me, I am the sales organization for Lucy uh, right now. And my role has been to develop a network of, of sales representatives, um, certainly promote Lucy in you know, referral clinics and with ATPs and clinicians and consumers. And it's just been a boatload of fun. That's a great story and a great background. How are things going at Lucy, an innovative product entering a fairly mature market? Well, we're definitely making progress. So a lot of the effort has been on the brand development and then the education about the the smart platform that is Lucy. Um, I mean, you know, getting out and demonstrating it is, is so much fun. I mean, literally just, you know, being able to drive a power wheelchair that will not run into walls and will not run into people is pretty remarkable. And it certainly captures everyone's attention and they all want to, uh, they all want to try that. Um, you know, the, the reimbursement side as it is with many manufacturers in this field is a, you know, is a hurdle, but it's better to have a miscellaneous code that requires appropriate justification than to have an you know no code at all or to have a poorly funded code. So, you know, we we are gaining traction really every day at the insurance model. Um, we're gaining approvals. So it's not an impossible task to get approved for a Lucy system. It just requires very good documentation from the clinician and from the ATP to put that compelling package together. Before we get into CRT awareness building, can you tell me about the development process of a manufacturer? Not that they're all the same, <laughs> but how do manufacturers know what to do, what to make? How do they decide what to do? I think that's a, yeah, that's a really good question. That is one of the most enjoyable things of going, of my transition from, you know, an established company like Rojo and an established company like Permobile to an innovative startup company like Lucy is that we really don't follow that same playbook. So at Lucy, we're all about pushing the envelope on innovative technologies and smart technologies and bringing wheelchairs really into the modern world of, of technology that we see in many other products across the spectrum. And we don't have that same filter of you know, what is the coding? What is the profit margin? What is the size of market? Um, you know, our filter is really on advancing the technology. And uh, that's that's something that's really inspiring. So we're making decisions about what's the right thing to do, you know, what helps the universe of consumers out there and, you know, not having as much of a filter right now on questions around market share or margins or reimbursement. Rather, it's around pushing the envelope on technology. Well, that's refreshing. Sounds like fun. What responsibilities do manufacturers have to raise awareness of CRT, complex rehab technology? I, I think going back in time, you look at, in fact, let me, let me back up on that, Bill. Um, I think as you look back on time, manufacturers, you know, really carry a lot of that load for the education platforms. I'm right now co-authoring an article for NARTS with Tom Whelan covering the history of uh, wheelchair seating and positioning and the evolution of seating and positioning as an industry. And you look at the early leaders in education 
you know, that was really the the pin dots of the world, the Rojos of the world, the J Medicals of the world that contracted with clinicians or hired clinicians to lead that approach to education first in the U.S. and then extending that internationally. So I think manufacturers continue with that role of being the advocate, the proponent for education, and then having the infrastructure to deliver that education out on a national and international uh, scope. I think most of us would agree that we're pretty good at preaching to the choir, as they say, but the general public is still in the dark about CRT for the most part. How do we reach them? What do we say? What's our message? Who should we be targeting? Yeah, I think that gets to the almost the funnel of advocacy of, uh, you know, why as an industry have we struggled to be successful in driving policy at reimbursement bodies and with insurance companies? And I think part of that is that, you know, we don't have a big enough megaphone and we don't have enough advocates that are pushing that story. And I think that's a great example that you bring of how can we multiply that advocacy? And to do that, we're going to have to galvanize the, you know, probably the general public to some degree, but certainly the, the user community and their families and, uh, you know, their advocates. Um, you know, if it's just ATPs and just manufacturers and just clinicians that are, you know, speaking on that megaphone, that's a great start, but we definitely have to have a broader coverage, which I think is going to rest with the consumer and their families and advocates. Tom, in your opinion, what are some of the obstacles to access to appropriate CRT for people that need it and use it, or greater independence and community access for those people? I think one obstacle that, as an industry, we should be able to figure out and address is how to make more products available for demonstration and trial. Um, you do have, you know, certain, clearly certain ATPs and rehab providers and manufacturers that do have products available for demonstration, but they're usually very limited in scope for trial. And you have the uh, ability shows, which I think you know, are great avenues for consumers to see and trial products. but you know, if you look at all the consumers that can access ability shows, you know, we're probably only capturing maybe 20% of the consumers in the country. So having a mechanism or more demonstration opportunities in place, I think would allow better access to the technology. And I'll just use Lucy as an example, a new technology, you know, that is not out there widespread with demonstration products available, how do users get to trial and recognize the benefit of our technology? I think that's one of our challenges. But as an industry overall, I do think that that is a challenge in making those products readily available to trial. You know, and you look at a bigger industry like the car industry, you know, you're in Nashville, I'm in St. Louis, we can pretty much go and test drive any model of car we want within probably 15 miles of where we live. True. But that is not the case with, you know, CRT equipment where it takes a lot more of a dedicated effort, both from the consumer and the provider and the manufacturer and sometimes the clinician to allow that to happen. So I think that would be a good challenge for us to put out. There's a 
an industry of how do we recognize and then solve that particular aspect to support access to the equipment. What advice do you have for our listeners about raising awareness of CRT? I would just hope that Lucy's story helps to motivate others to bring innovations forward and not to just restrict innovations based on profit margin opportunities or market share opportunities. Let's push the envelope in this industry on innovation so that our consumers can have access to the same technologies that you know they have elsewhere in their lives. They should have that available across all segments of CRT as well. And I think that's a message that can resonate with large manufacturers, traditional manufacturers in this industry, as well as startups and entrepreneurs is let's let's push the envelope. Let's make this an industry that others are going to point to and say, wow, this industry is really cutting edge. You know, this industry is really pushing the envelope on modern technology. I don't think anybody has said that about this industry in most of my 30 or 40 years in this industry. And I think that would be a great aspiration for the industry to take. And that's going to require manufacturers and entrepreneurs you know, to step up and say, let's let's take some chances on innovation. You know, let's let's put aside maybe some of the playbooks on traditional approvals at the board level and say, let's do what's right for consumers. And that's going to drive the consumer advocacy to lead the insurance models to approve these type of systems. So I do think it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy that If we start to advocate for innovation, more manufacturers and more entrepreneurs innovate with advanced technologies, that's going to get consumers more excited and advocating more for themselves for those solutions, which is going to drive the insurance model and approvals. So I think that whole self-advocacy, self-fulfilling prophecy is something that we want to attain as an industry. I think that's a great place to stop. Tom, thank you for being here and sharing your thoughts and your experience. Let's do it again. And I want to be sure and thank our Fly-In Premier sponsors, Alliance, NSM, Numotion, Reliable, Rifton, Quantum, for making this episode possible and for making the September 14 Fly-In possible. Go be an advocate. It's free this year. Visit CRTAccess.com. Well, that's all for this episode of Talk Rehab. I'm Bill Nolting. Thanks for listening.